Hi, and welcome to the NCC More Podcast. This is the time where we come around the table and we, we continue the conversation that we started on Sunday. We try to add a little bit more value to the talk. And, and on Sunday, we, we finished our series, Morning Joy. Seven weeks deep, here we are at the conclusion. And, and Sunday was powerful. Yeah. And I love it because, you know, it, it's impacted me deeply. You know, this mm-hmm. weekend I had a little car issue, you know, three flats, a broken stud, you know. Come on. So, you know, it's just a good experience. You were a living good... morning joy out yeah, in yeah. your life. It was an opportunity to really put into practice. Why don't what... you tell all our viewers, did, did you did you win the experience? Did you, did you overcome? Uh, did you have victory? Friday night, I didn't. I was so mad Friday night. You know, got home. When it was all said and done, it was too am but then we had we had a whole lot of uh like a lot of you know bounce back that we had to do saturday yep, you know yep. visit the tire repair yep. you know go to the mechanics yada yep. yada and and saturday took longer than it did on friday yep. but i won on saturday come on come on had it. Hey, I, I, you know. every sunset is an opportunity for a reset that's right that's good right. job so, good so, job morning joy it, it was good yep. it was good uh but yeah, this is, Sunday was so powerful, and we, we we concluded our talk. We talked about the learning process yeah. uh, that that comes into this. You know, these ideas, these concepts are all great, but if yeah. we can't actually implement them, if we can't put them into a, uh, in, you know, learn them, yep. actually learn them in yep. our lives, then, you know, it's it's all for nothing. Yep. And so you want to kind of tee us up a little bit, talk about the learning process? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that that is really the key, and that's kind of the capstone of uh, of our seven weeks, is to talk about that it's a process. Because yeah. our, our big idea of, of the series has been that it is possible to rejoice always. Yeah. The Bible wouldn't say it if we couldn't do it. We might not be good at it. We might not know how. But we have to believe that it's possible. Yeah. Um, and if it's possible, then that means it's my choice. Right. It's my choice to rejoice. Um, now, that, I mean, that sounds really good. And, of course, I mean, it rhymes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so it's God, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good stuff, right? Um, however... It leaves you feeling like, oh, so I just listened to seven weeks Sundays, and then I'm I'm going to rejoice always, and oh, I'll make the right choice all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, I just pray a prayer and say, yeah, God, that's me. I lift my hand one Sunday and be like, yeah, I choose. I want morning joy, right? No, it's a process, and that and that's why Paul said in 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 Philippians chapter four, he says, I have learned to be content. I have learned how to have joy, right? Because it, it doesn't happen. You're not born that way. You're yeah. not even born again that way. Yeah. Um, if you want to have joy, you have to learn how to have morning joy, um, and uh, and and that's uh, you know it's a it's a skill, and skills skills are learned and skills are developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to rejoice always. You got to develop that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that somebody's going to pray for you and you're going to receive. No, you got to you got to practice that. You got to learn that. And yeah. uh, and so that's kind of what we got into on Sunday, talking about what does that learning mm-hmm. process really look yeah. like. And we broke that down into three steps based yep. off the definition of learn. Yep. That 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 learning is comprised of instruction, study, and experience. Yep. And so we started off talking about instruction and that's what you're listening to, the content yep. that you're taking in from other people. Yep. And I want to talk about this real quick because there's a lot of content out there. Yep. There's a lot of instruction out there. There's a lot of principles out there. There's a lot of views, a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot out there. Yep. How do you decipher what is good content for your growth and what yep. is bad content for yep. your growth? Well, I think you you know you have to build that off of the life philosophy that you build from the Word of God. 
Mm. Um, I believe that that is the, the, the word of God is the foundation for all of our truth. Um, but as we know today, there are really smart people who have studied the Bible for their whole lives and they don't agree on exactly everything that it says. You know, I mean, of course, of course we have a few major things. Yes, Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. He was sinless. He died on the cross. He was resurrected. You know, those, those things we agree on, but, but so much of the rest of the Bible, there's, there's so much disagreement on that. And so what, what I think is, is I think sometimes you, you have to build your life philosophy off of the way that you see the Bible, the truth that you see in the Bible. And you have to build your philosophy off of that. And as you build that philosophy, you find people that speak into that philosophy. You find people who are going to build you in that philosophy. Um, and so I think that's very important. While we never ignore the other people, one of the things I love to do is I love to people, I love to listen to people that I don't really agree with, and I love to hear what they say. And I, because it challenges me, it challenges me in my own belief. And then sometimes it challenges me to think, huh, I've never thought about it that way. I've never seen it that way. Right. Uh, and so who we listen to is, is so important and we can't ever get to the habit where we just listen to, you know, one person, one view, like that, man, then we, then, then we get weird, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah. be, you gotta be able to listen. But at the same time, if you don't have your life philosophy, you'll be like, oh, this is good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. And you live your life like a ping pong ball bouncing back, back and forth between all of these viewpoints and philosophies and life views. And then you don't ever get on your track. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think that's the key to instruction is making sure that you find people who can push you further down the track that that you have decided you want to walk down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that kind of bounces into uh, our second point that we talked about, the second portion of the yep. learning process, which is study, yep. which is what are you looking at? It's, it's you taking all the things that you've received through instruction and you kind of evaluate them yep. for yourself. You look through and you study to see what what do I see as true? Yes. You know, for, for my life and how I view things. Yep. And so, and so, real quick, you kind of mentioned about it, but how do you keep from, because, you know, if you stay isolated to the instruction that you, that you agree with, that you kind of, you kind of see as true, yep. you kind of pigeonhole yourself and, and kind of, you know, exclude yourself from potentially branching out to something that you might be wrong in. Yes. How do you, how do you in a healthy way approach that kind of stuff with an open mind? Yeah, no, I think that, you know, it, whenever you, whenever you commit to the growth process, the only way you grow is when you put yourself in uncomfortable places. Mm. It's the only it's the only way you will ever grow, right? It's the only way you learn. Like you you learn in school because you went to school, right? You get in an uncomfortable environment because the teacher is talking about things that you don't know. Mm -hmm. You feel uncomfortable. Teacher writes equations on the board. You don't know the answer to that equation. You don't know how to add. You don't know how to multiply. You don't know how to divide. You don't know your ABCs. You don't know how to pronounce the words, right? And 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 you're uncomfortable because you don't know and you feel that. But if you press into that, and we do this good as, as children, right? Because we don't understand, you know, yet the whole part. So we lean in really hard to the growth process. But somewhere along the way, as we get older, we stop leaning into those uncomfortable moments because like, oh, I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to sound stupid. I, mm -hmm. I don't want people to know that I don't know what I'm talking about. So we don't lean into the uncomfortable moments. But it's the uncomfortable moments that create the growth in our lives. Mm. Um, and so, uh, and, and that always comes whenever I turn my eyes to the inside. Mm. And I began to look at right, what's really in there, what's lacking, what 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 is missing, what do I need to develop, where could I be wrong, what do I need to strengthen, and I began to really look at my 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 habits, my behaviors, 
my patterns, my attitudes. When I take and I begin to look on the inside, that is such a part, uh, such a huge part of the learning process. And I think that we can get stuck on the instruction phase because the instruction phase is pretty easy. Yeah. Sit and listen to people talk, listen to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, following people on Instagram. Oh, yeah. that's good. I'm going to like that. Read a book. You know, you know? yeah, I'm going to read it. Oh, I underline the book and put yeah, stars yeah. and highlight. Oh, it's so good. I can talk about the instruction, but that's only part of the process. Mm-hmm. The other part of the process is taking that and beginning to do the hard work on the inside. Mm. Um, and I feel like so many times that this is the part of the process that people leave out. You know, we say all the time that um, um, that the hardest thing you'll ever do is to be 100% honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we say that because I really believe that. Uh, and, and this is one of those things where you have to just get down 100% honest with yourself. Where are you really? What are you really believing? What lies have you allowed to, you know, come in and limit your life? Like you got to dig in there. Yeah, and yeah. when you really dig in there and you begin to study those things, it's the only time that where you can take the instruction and use it to begin to change you and work its way out of you. And at the end of the day, if you don't allow the instruction to change you, the instruction is really worthless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so part of that process, you got to get the instruction. Otherwise, you don't have the wisdom and the, the knowledge that you need. But you got to take that instruction. Then you got to do the work. Mm-hmm. And you do that work by studying yourself, by looking into yourself. Um, and, and that's where you begin to see that change and that transformation. Just like the Bible says. And we said it on Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, allow God to change you. You have to allow that to happen. How? By changing the way you think. Mm-hmm. That's how God transforms you, mm-hmm. by you changing the way you think. Well, what 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 is that? That is by me looking into myself and going, how do I change the way I think? Well, I got to think about what I think about. Mm-hmm. When I think about what I think about, I think about, man, I've been thinking about this all day, and this doesn't really line up with the philosophy that I want to live. Oh, I got to change that. Oh, God, God, help me to change it. Help me to think so negatively. St- help me to stop thinking all about myself. Help me to stop thinking in fear. Help me to yeah, stop yeah. thinking, you know, I got to stop these things. And so, but if I don't ever do the study, I don't ever know. Mm-hmm. So I can read the scripture. It says, God has not given me a spirit of fear and timidity. Amen. That's right. Praise God. But then I live in fear. Right? Yeah. Because I never study and realize, oh, that's me. Mm. That scripture's for me. That scripture's not for the person sitting next to me. That scripture was for me. I'm living in fear and timidity. I'm afraid to step out, take a chance, take a risk. I'm afraid to engage in relationship. I'm afraid to open up and be vulnerable. I'm afraid to start a business. Oh, that that is actually from and when I do the study, I realize, who? They're talking to me. Mm-hmm. That's me. And, and sometimes we miss that if we don't, if we don't, if we don't take that step in the learning process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you mentioned a second ago about, you know, talking about keeping an open mind. Uh, so there, there are things that maybe you, you don't, uh, you don't agree with now that maybe you thought were valid and true, you yeah. know, 10 years ago. Absolutely. And so, and so like, how, how, how has that process looked like for you and walking through that? Man, that's so good. You know, one, one of the, one of the most powerful things I've heard recently is from Craig Crochelle, uh, pastor of Life Church, largest mm-hmm. church in the, in, in the United States of America. Um, and he said, uh, as he was talking to a group of pastors, he said, uh, everything that I share with you today is 100% the truth today. He said, but if you hear me say something a year from now, and it contradicts what I'm saying, he said, you need to know that I'm growing and I'm evolving. Mm. And and it was like, man, it was just like this moment of, man, man, that's the way it should be. Yeah, We should all be growing 
developing, learning. Man, I hope I'm different 10 years from now than I am today. Yeah. You know, and when I look back at things that I preached or I believed when I was 22 mm -hmm. and now I'm almost 20 years uh, further down the road, like mm -hmm. I'm, I hope I'm not holding on to the, the same things I believed when I was 22. I hope, hopefully I've grown. Yeah. Hopefully I've progressed. Hopefully I've moved forward in some areas. Hopefully I've gotten some new instruction, some new revelation. I've worked some things out on the inside of me. Hopefully I'm different today. And I hope I'm different when I'm 70 than mm -hmm. I am today. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think that, but that's a, you know, that's an important part of the process of realizing that, man, if, if I believe everything exactly the same, that I'm not growing. Mm -hmm. I'm not developing. I'm not challenging myself. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's got to be a part of our process. Yeah, I think that's huge because, like, especially people who are very new to following Jesus and they get around people who've been following Jesus for so many years. Yeah. You know, they might, you know, they might feel timid, you know, like, oh, I don't want to ask that question because they might think, oh, you should know that by now. Yeah. When really the person that you're asking that question to has been through the same process. Yep. And who knows, 10 years down from the down the road, they may have, you know, a different uh, view on certain things. Yep. Absolutely. And so it kind of removes like the shame and the fear and Absolutely. the guilt of yeah. asking questions and growing. Yeah, there right? should be no, there should be no shame and guilt in yeah. growing. Uh, that's why there should be no shame and guilt in failure. You know, we talk about this a ton as a, as a staff, um, maybe not as much on Sunday mornings, but we talk about that a lot, is that so many people are afraid of failure, and, and, and we should turn that uh, upside down, and we should make failure our friend. Yeah. Because failure teaches us things that nothing else can teach us, and and there's wow. so much to gain in, in, in our failure and in our shortcomings. Uh, and part of this is exactly what we're talking about, because mm -hmm. whenever I lose, it calls me, I, I coach football for years. Mm -hmm. And what will happen to, to teams is when you're winning, you can gloss over flaws and mistakes. Mm. But as soon as you lose a game, the, the, the mistakes that you've been making, now you've been winning, but you've still been making mistakes. And certain guys haven't been performing well. You've been doing a few things wrong. But winning uh, covers a multitude of sin, if you would, in football. And that's what winning does. But when you lose, it brings all those things to the surface. This is the reason that we lost. Well, if I would have addressed those things when I was winning, we wouldn't have lost. Mm -hmm. But because I didn't address these things when we were winning, it eventually caused me to lose a game that we could have won. Mm -hmm. But it's the loss that brings it to my attention. Okay, So no matter what, when it comes to my attention, now I have a chance to fix it. Yeah. I have a chance to improve. Have a chance to be better so this doesn't happen next game, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's the way we need to see it in life. So instead of feeling so much guilt, shame, and condemnation for losing, for not knowing, for not being where I think I should be or whatever, I just need to see it as, no, this is a part of the process. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't know. So I failed at that. So I didn't respond the way that I, I should have responded. I didn't know what to say, how to, how, how to handle that. Yeah. So what? I, I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting that instruction. I'm doing that evaluation. And through that evaluation, that's where I'm going to find my elevation. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be able to move forward and be better. Mm -hmm. which, which brings us into our third leg yeah. of, of, of uh, learning, and that's experience. And you said on Sunday that experience doesn't teach you anything. Yeah. Evaluated experience mm. is what teaches you something. I'll put an amen on that. Yeah. And so um and so I think that's really important because like yep. you know, like you just mentioned, you know, a, a failure, we can continue and get a, a perpetual cycle of just failing and messing up, but if yep. we never evaluate why we failed, yep. then we never really learn the lesson. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, you know, you people just expect to grow. Mm. 
And that's the dumbest thing that you can ever do, just expect to grow. It doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen. You don't just grow. You, you don't grow automatically. You only grow intentionally. So people think, well, I went, and, and, it, and it happens because we say things like, well, everything happens for a reason. That doesn't mean you're going to get the reason, mm. right? It doesn't mean that you're going to walk away with the benefit. Yeah. It, 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 you, it, you, can go through, you can go through a tough time and walk away with nothing but a tough time. Mm-hmm. You could have learned no lesson. And, and so, but we just, we buy into, really we buy into this lie that says, well, man, if I went through it, I'm going to benefit from it. That's just not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, experiences don't change us. Evaluated experiences change us. When I begin to evaluate, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. What thoughts took me there? Yeah. How, what, what, what was it about that decision that I don't like? What could I do different? Right, and it's a, the evaluated experience, and it's one of the things that um, that I've tried to put in practice in my life is when I when I respond the wrong way. You know, I think I've shared this before, but you know, I come home and Destiny says something, right, and I respond out of maybe the frustration of my day, right? Mm-hmm. Just respond. Maybe I'm a little tired, uh, whatever. I respond the way I don't want to respond. The way that I change it is I play it all the way back mm-hmm. in my mind. I play it back. I feel how I feel as I'm driving home. I think about what I'm thinking about as I'm driving home. I replay walking into the kitchen. I replay the whole thing in my mind and I replay her her saying that and I literally replay me having a response out loud that's different than the response that I had. Mm. I've found that that's the only way for me to change because I can tell her all day long, I'm so sorry and move on. And guess what I do the next time? I have a hard day, tough day. She says the same thing. It, it keeps going. And this is how people get in cycles. And they keep on, and no, because nobody's evaluating, saying, okay, this is what I need to, have. instead of saying that, this is what I need to say next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of doing that, this is what I need to do next time. And playing that out and literally rehearsing it mm-hmm. as if it was a skit, mm-hmm. right? Literally going through it in your mind, yeah. saying it out loud, that's a valuated experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm evaluating where I missed it. I'm evaluating what I was thinking about. I was evaluating how did I start my day? What did I eat this day? Did I drink too much coffee? Did I not have enough water? Did I talk to too many people that I didn't need to talk to? <laughs> you know, like what yeah, what yeah. was it in my day? But when I evaluate it, then I can change it. Yeah. But until I evaluate it, I'm just gonna find myself doing the same thing over and over yeah, again. Yeah. And some people, some people play it back and they just, in a, in a, uh, like in a regretful, remorseful yes. playback. Totally. So what's the difference between that and evaluating it? Yeah, absolutely. Your playback? You know, it's good. You know, and, and what I say is, hey, you, you, you got to learn the lesson, leave the depression. Yeah. Right. You got to leave the depression behind. You got to leave the discouragement, the disappointment, the regret. You got to leave that behind. Yeah. What is done is done. Like move forward, mm. get your eyes facing forward. But but here's what I want to do. When I look forward, I don't want what happened back there to happen out here. Mm-hmm. So I reach back for the lesson, not for the regret, not for the, oh, poor me, not for the, oh, what happened? No, no, not, not at all. I'm looking forward, but I'm reaching backward because there's a lesson back there that I need to pull into my future. And, you know, and I, I teach all the time is that some people have gone through difficult seasons and they didn't know that they had to grow through what they go through. So they went through those seasons, but they didn't grow through those seasons. And so here they are today. And no matter what what is back there, you can still reach back and grow from something that happened to you 10 years ago Mm -hmm. that you didn't grow from. 
You didn't learn the lesson. The lesson is still there. It's just waiting for you to reach back and pull that lesson into your future. Mm. And so you, you can you can reach back in any moment. I don't have to live in regret. I don't have to live depressed. I don't have to live discouraged. I can reach back, grab the lesson, but my eyes are focused uh, on my future. And I reach back and grab the lesson because I don't want to repeat out there what happened back there. Mm. And so I think that's really the difference is that I'm not, I'm not living in my past. I'm living in my future. Mm-hmm. But I don't want my future to look like my past. Mm. So therefore, I got to learn the lesson back there so that I can live different out there. Yeah. But I think it's all about your, you know, wh- where I'm focused on the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. I, I, this series has been so helpful. I'm sure for everyone listening, it's been helpful for me. Last final thought on Morning Joy. Yeah. What is it? Wow. Well, you know, I think that you, you, that you are uh, the the learning process. You know, we, we all would wish that this would be like quick, you yeah. know. Um, but when we find ourselves in those experiences, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you had you had a, a, a flat tire. Uh, you had a, a few flat tires. <laughs> yeah. You had a lot of adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's not, and I'm not you know not speaking anything over. But that's not your wife being diagnosed with cancer at 38 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flat tires look like nothing compared to that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that life is is this constant tests, these constant challenges, these constant things that we have to deal with. And so I think that that it is a perpetual lesson because you you may have re- done real good on Saturday having joy, but then you you have kids that are making bad decisions. You find you get a bad report from the doctor. You yeah. you know what whatever happened, tornado hit your house. Like I mean all things that are <laughs> that people have to deal with. So you may have done really good on a Saturday dealing with a few flat tires and the, the tire shop and having a frustration. But then there's another experience. Mm-hmm. And that next experience is going to be another evaluator. Mm-hmm. You did really good with the flat tire, but what about that bad news? Mm-hmm. What about that situation? Yeah. What about that report? Right? Yeah. And so I think that that's but that's the beautiful thing about life. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about life mm-hmm. is every experience is a test for me to see, okay, where am I at in this journey? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm reminded, man, I got to get more instruction. I got to do more work and study on the inside so that I can keep growing and becoming. So that next experience, I don't repeat that, that my failure you know, yeah. that I had in that last experience. And so I think that those are the, the beautiful things that evaluate us. And it's a, it's a lifelong process, right? Mm-hmm. Paul is at the end, he's kind of at the end of his race mm-hmm. in Philippians, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's at the end. He's not writing this at, you know, in his early 40s, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like he, he's, he's at the end of his race and he's saying, hey guys, I've learned, I've learned this. I've, I've, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot of mess, mm-hmm. a lot of shipwrecks. I've been beaten. I've been stranded. I've been left for dead. I've, all of the things that Paul writes about. And, and he says, through all that, I've, I've learned how to be content, how yeah. to have joy. I've learned how to rejoice always. Um, and so I think that we, whenever we understand this is a process, it's not going to happen overnight. It's a process. I think it just puts everybody at ease and lets us go, okay, all right. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't stink as bad as I think I stink. Okay. It's a process. Okay. I'm, I'm on this journey and I'm, I'm just getting better and better. Yeah. yeah yep. That's so good. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and you don't want to miss what we have coming up here mm. at North Point. Um, if you didn't get a chance, by the way, we went through, uh, an entire soap journal, Yeah. um, you know, a devotional. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to hop in on that, we're still going to put the link so you can download the digital version of it in the show notes below. Um, so you can get that and follow at it. You can watch back on the 
messages and follow along and, and do that in your own time. But this Sunday, we're starting something new. You don't want to miss it. We look forward to seeing you in the house here at 4204 Airline Drive, 930 or 1115.